Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Today in Science from Wired. 21st century storms are overwhelming 20th century cities. Deadly flooding in and around New York City dramatizes the risks to infrastructure that wasn't built to handle warmer, wetter climate. By Ariane Marshall and Matt Simon In just a few hours on Wednesday night, between 6 and 10 inches of rain fell on New York City, more than has fallen on San Jose, California in the past year. Water rose in basement apartments and leaked through roofs. Rain streamed into subway stations and pooled on the tracks. The remains of Hurricane Ida, which had thrashed the Gulf Coast earlier in the week, brought floods to the northeast. Across the region, the death toll reached 40 by Thursday evening. Subway delays and suspensions continue. The city's infrastructure, you see, was built in the late 19th and early 20th centuries to withstand the sort of storm that comes every five to ten years. Now, brutal, record-breaking storms are an annual occurrence. What was left of Ida transformed the scene of everyday commutes into a disturbing reminder that climate change comes for us all. Wildfire thunderclouds in the west, blackouts in Texas, hurricanes in the south, torrential downpours in the east. It's all the stuff we said would happen 20 years ago, says Zeke Hausfather, a climate scientist and the director of climate and energy at the Breakthrough Institute. It's just a little crazy to see it all happening at once. The storm flooded roadways, but it also inundated the alternatives aimed at getting people out of their cars, bike lanes, sidewalks, and public transit systems. For a time in New York on Thursday, all that was underwater. The images of water spilling into subway stations brought the crisis home. You don't have to be a person with a great understanding of infrastructure to know that that is a problem, says Michael Haradnachanu former president of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority's Capital Construction Company, and now the chair of the Institute of Construction Innovations at NYU. 
We're starting to see the results of what is, in my view, a certain amount of lax attention to what our infrastructure is doing. New York had its first climate-related wake-up call nine years ago when Hurricane Sandy brought a storm surge that flooded low-lying areas and, yes, subway stations. Since then, the city has spent almost $20 million on climate-proofing the city, according to the Mayor's Office of Resiliency. But some of that funding went to solving a different problem than the one presented by Ida, water coming from the rivers. This week, all the wet stuff fell from the sky, threatening even areas above sea level. Ida's remnants dumped all that water on the northeast because of a climactic quirk. You might expect less rainfall on a warming planet, but some parts of the world, including the U.S.'s northeast and midwest, are seeing an increase in heavy precipitation. Temperature directly affects how much moisture the atmosphere can hold before it starts raining, says Housefather. Cooler air holds less moisture, and hotter air holds more moisture and then falls as rain. A hurricane feeds on heat. Ida intensified so quickly because abnormally warm waters in the Gulf of Mexico boosted it just before landfall, resulting in 150-mile-per-hour winds. As a swirling mass of warm air, Ida held on to a whole lot of moisture. So even as the winds abated as it pushed inland, the storm carried an incredible amount of moisture north, drenching states along the way. Climate change did not create Hurricane Ida, but scientists know how climate change is making hurricanes like Ida worse. It's one of the most basic physical relationships we have in the climate. For every one degree Celsius you warm the atmosphere, you get about 7% more moisture in the air. And that means that you can have much heavier rainfall events, says Housefather. Hurricanes have gotten wetter in the last few decades, and that's projected to continue into the future. Scientists have also shown that hurricanes have been intensifying more rapidly in recent years, as Ida did, due to warming waters in the Gulf. No one could foresee this when the bones of New York City were pieced together more than 100 years ago. When engineers dream up a sewer system, they imagine the worst storm the system could drain, a storm that may only come once in 10 or 20 years. New York's is designed for a once-in-five-year storm. Scientists still need to tabulate the monster that just inundated the city, but it sure as hell wasn't a one-in-five. The metric would be more like centuries. The nature of Wednesday's storm posed another problem. Intense rainfall is often caused by small cells moving over a city, says Carnegie Institution for Science environmental engineer David Farnham, who studied New York's sewer system. So it may be raining everywhere, but it's really intense in a smaller area. So in Maplewood, New Jersey, 8.39 inches of rain fell between Wednesday night and Thursday morning. But Milburn, just three miles away, got about half as much, 4.4 inches. Even that left its downtown muddy and full of puddles come morning. Now, after years of updates, 60% of New York City has a combined sewer system, which uses a single pipe to carry both wastewater and stormwater to treatment plants. During heavy rainstorms, the system can get quickly overwhelmed. The detritus of city living, trash, plants, general gunk, clogs drains, further gumming up the works. So if you get a really big kahuna like this, I don't think it really has a shot at draining that out fast enough to avoid flooding, says Farnham. The city has worked to separate those combined sewer systems and to clear clogged drains, especially when storms threaten. It has raised and in some cases eliminated subway grates, which were built to allow fresh air to flow down to dank underground spaces, but which now look like holes to let more water in. 
In some places, the MTA constructed flood-proof doors, which can close when the waters get too close. More generally, cities like New York can create more green infrastructure to help with their water problems. Basically, less pavement and more dirt. You might, for instance, create roadside green spaces where water can percolate before moving into stormwater drains, removing trash and pollution in the process. Los Angeles has been doing this to catch rainwater. This is a long-term thing, says Harad Nechanu. Retrofitting cities to deal with what's coming and what's already come will take gobs of one of the scarcest resources of all, much more funding. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.